Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in Matthew 23, where Jesus has been absolutely scathing <laughs> the religious elite. Now, Jesus had nothing but kindness and mercy and grace for those who were struggling. People caught in sin. People caught in trying to figure out why they're here, where they're going, what's the meaning of life. People asking those types of questions in an honest way, looking for an honest answer. Jesus had nothing but compassion and kindness and grace. But the religious elite, the ones who wanted to control the religious establishment, i.e. power, and make money off of it, those are the people Jesus absolutely ripped. And in Matthew 23, he's been doing it. He comes to the end of Matthew 23, still scathing the people who reject him and play religion. Here's what he says. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you are not willing See, your house has left you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay, so here's what Jesus is saying. Jerusalem, the center of Judaism, who Jesus came to first to try to witness to and, and persuade to follow him and understand the truth. I mean, it was to the Jew first that the gospel came. That's just what the Bible says. But they consistently denied him. Now, the people didn't necessarily, but the religious elite did. And it was the religious elite who would just days, weeks later, would plan Jesus's demise and begin to plot to take him captive. It was the religious elite that would go to Caesar and say, look, kill him. We want him dead. We want him gone. And so uh, they were the ones that Jesus always hammered. So here's what he's saying. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, city of religious people. Here is your history. Here's where the truth matters. Now, I'm a little concerned today in our culture, and maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't bother you. But I'm a little concerned today that people will use the phrase, I feel, and then go on a rampage about their thoughts, their 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 ideas, their philosophies, or whatever. Um, when you say, I feel... There's only one word that comes after that that's appropriate. I feel angry. I feel happy. I feel joyful. I feel marginalized. Feelings are one word. Now, they may have lots of implications, but I feel that Alabama's going to win their next football game isn't a feeling. That's a thought. Well, I feel like if I go to this party tonight that I'll get to see so-and-so and so-and-so. That's a thought. Feelings are one word. And what when we get into that, listen, here's the problem. When we get into that, and that becomes part of our language and part of our mindset, we're not able to distinguish between what a true feeling is and what true facts are. Here is a true fact. Jerusalem killed prophets, and they stoned the people who sent the prophets. They, they did not want to receive any message contrary to what they were already doing. That is a fact. That isn't a feeling. That isn't subjective. It's true. And so then Jesus goes on and says, Now how often would I have gathered you together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. Jesus said, I wanted you to come to me. I wanted you to be part of my family, and I would have done it. But you consistently were not willing. Now I want to ask you this. Has the Lord been trying to drag you to something? <laughs> pull you to something, get something through to your mind and your heart, try to move you in a different direction, and you've just dug in your heels and you're not willing to listen? Has the Lord been wanting to change your attitude toward maybe your job, or your family, or your friends? 
Has the Lord been trying to call you to a deeper walk with Him? And that takes time. The greatest commodity all of us has. But there's no better way to spend it and invest it than in the Lord and with the Lord. Has He been trying to do that and you've just dug in your heels? Well, understand that sometimes God stops calling and He leaves you to experience your own choice and your own decision. So now the Bible goes on. and says, So Jesus said, look, I've tried to do this, but you don't want it. Now see, your house has left you desolate. Your decisions and your choices have left you spiritually empty and bankrupt is what Jesus is saying. Is that possibly true with you? Maybe you've become a great student of the word, but you've done really nothing different. Maybe you study all the time, but where's the generosity and the kindness and the patience and the love? Maybe you're, you go to fellowship all the time or church all the time and, and you're there every week, but, but nothing ever happens outside of that. Has your spirituality left you empty? The Jewish folks had. Why? Because it was spirituality, not the truth of the gospel. Then he goes on and says, for I tell you this, you're not going to see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus says, I'm not coming back to deal with you until, until I ride in and then uh, the game's on and my life is about over. My ministry on this earth is about over and I won't be dealing with you and talking with you anymore. There comes a point where you will face the Lord and I will face the Lord and we give an answer for what we have and haven't done. And I pray you will be found walking with the Lord, filled with joy of the Holy Spirit, committed to the truth, because when you are, you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey uh, on this life right here, in this life right here, and with what comes next. God bless you. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. Help us live for you all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.